This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Monday, August 16th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The world is experiencing another major coronavirus surge, and every country is dealing with it differently. In those responses, we're seeing pockets of people resisting the vaccines, but also a severe lack of access to the shots in poorer countries. Germany and Israel have vaccinated two-thirds of their populations. Great Britain has left it to personal responsibility and is learning to live with the virus. And Indonesia has become a new epicenter dealing with a growing number of deaths. Sammy Westfall, reporter at the Washington Post, joins us for how the world is handling the latest surge. Thanks for joining us, Sammy. Thanks. Happy to be here. wanted to talk about, you know, we're seeing this surge in the United States with the Delta variant. Obviously, cases, hospitalizations, deaths are all going up right now, unfortunately. But the surge is not just happening here in the States. It's happening throughout the world. And every country is hap- uh, handling it a little bit differently. We have the vaccines going, but, you know, there's big disparities in access to the vaccines across the world. So that's an issue. Obviously, we see some people with these anti-vaccine movement. They don't want to get it. All of this is driving up a lot of cases. And, you know, some countries are handling it better than others. Germany and Israel have uh, really high vaccination rates, which is great. Africa only has 2% fully vaccinated of their population. So obviously not doing too well there. So Sammy, let's walk through some of these countries and and how they're handling the coronavirus pandemic right now. Let's start off with Indonesia. About 9% of their population is fully vaccinated, but they're kind of one of these global epicenters right now. They're dealing with a high death rate. Right. Yeah. What we're seeing there is really they, they've moved to a, a really quick surge. Um, cases weren't too bad. And then um, it actually took over a year for Indonesia to exceed 50,000 deaths. And then in only nine weeks, they doubled that number. And that's what's making it an epicenter. Um, so infections recently peaked and 2000 people died on July 27 alone. Um, you know, there, it's fueled um, by the Delta variant in a lot of like a lot of places and you see that graves are having to expand graveyards are expanding 
they're running out of oxygen. Hospital beds are, you know, also being fully occupied. So it's really interesting to see these sorts of countries alongside other countries, which are also um, opening up. I mean, we're, I think, exactly 17 months now into the pandemic. So we're just drawing those contrasts. I mean, it's so sad to hear stories like this. Uh, You know, Reuters was reporting on coffin makers out there saying before we were building a maximum of 10 caskets a day. Now they have to speed it up and do 30 that they're assembling every day just to meet the demand because so many people are, are passing because of COVID. So sad story there. Let's talk about Britain because they've been an interesting case. Uh, about 59% of their population is fully vaccinated, which is great. That's a really good number for them. But they've also kind of just thrown caution to the wind now. And they had mm-hmm. some they had some lockdowns. Boris Johnson decided we're going to have Freedom Day. Everybody is basically has to learn how to live with the virus here now. Right. It's a completely different story there. So in England, like you said, Boris Johnson just said that we are all going to operate on sort of a basis of personal decision rather than government controls. Um, And, you know, they really opened up on the first day of Freedom Day, right on July 19th. People were out at nightclubs, unmasked, people were celebrating. And I mean, the interesting thing here, though, is cases were expected to just soar after, you know, the in the weeks after July 19, when everything opened up, but they actually haven't. Cases are going down and, you know, scientists are pretty puzzled, but I think we can look to that high number um, of 73% of adults aged 18 and over fully vaccinated to try to make sense of what's happening there. And and that's what experts have been saying all along. You know, if you're fully vaccinated, you put yourself in the best position to fight this. So maybe some of those people might have gotten it, but the cases are so mild, they didn't notice it, right? Avoiding the hospital and the severe infection is what's so important. So that's how Britain has been handling it. Uganda, they are about 1.3% fully vaccinated. So super, super low there. You know, they're going through a lot of it too. I, I think a lot of Ugandans are are paying for fake vaccines and scams. They're pretty desperate out there. The case here is sort of the Ugandan president is really just did a full lockdown for a lot of June. You saw that personal and public vehicles couldn't travel. There was a marketplace with vendors there. um, And, you know, they didn't they couldn't just stop selling or they couldn't because they there was a sort of economic crisis there and people needed to, you know, continue their jobs. So what they did is they slept on the floors of the market for those um, lockdown weeks and under mosquito nets that the government decided to donate as well. So it's a pretty desperate situation. The interesting thing, though, is that Uganda, um, in Uganda cases, did actually slow down after that major, major lockdown where everything except only the most essential things were closed down, which makes sense. I mean, we know that lockdowns can work because of how the virus spreads, but, you know, it, it, it just causes even more like desperate economic conditions for some of the people working there. We're taking a tour of the world, so to speak, on how (laughs) countries are handling the coronavirus pandemic right now. You profile two U.S. states in this piece, Kentucky and California. Let's start with Kentucky. They have a 46 percent vaccination rate there. Not the best, obviously, when compared to the rest of the country. But right there, you know, it seems that they have plateaued there. It doesn't seem like they're going to be climbing much higher for now. And they're trying all sorts of stuff, incentives, which we've seen a lot of places do, you know, million dollar lottery. Basically, if you if you get the vaccine, Mm -hmm. you could possibly win something like that. Yeah. In Kentucky, we have I mean, like many states, their counties 
that have a really high vaccination rate in uh, um, counties with really low ones, like one of the really low vaccine uptake rates, you can see that in Lewis County, where only 27.5% of people have gotten vaccinated. And, you know, this is due to all sorts of different things, vaccine hesitancy, skepticism. Um, and you have nurses in Kentucky that are actually going to drive to people's houses in case that's the reason they don't want to get the vaccine. So it's nurses here who are desperate to vaccinate. It's just, yeah, it's putting these countries and um, states next to each other. You see that some countries would do anything for a vaccine, whereas others um, have vaccines just sitting in hospitals unused. As I mentioned, California was also profiled in your piece, 54% fully vaccinated there. I live in California, so I've been subject to kind of the whiplash of all of the different guidance, you know, masks, no masks, back and forth, closures. I mean, it's been a pretty uh, rocky thing for California, too, which went through its own thing. You know, the got a handle on it early on, then things got really bad. You know, it's been all over the place for California. Right. What we profiled here was a hot yoga studio, which was a really fun one to profile you you saw that they um this studio sort of i guess it's 105 degrees it's a room where people are unmasked and they're breathing and doing yoga and sweating um and the photos that we have for that section you, you can just like see the sweat dripping so they went um they this studio went uh online then it went outside and then you know the cdc rec- said that you know vaccinated people no longer need masks to um, continue doing their daily tasks and then the studio came back um, maskless and now you saw you see the CDC sort of walking back on that guidance on July 27 and saying um, that vaccinated people like should be wearing masks indoors so yeah I guess Los Angeles is which is where this studio was um, is really just there's all sorts of different rules there's body enforcement of them as well. Um, But for now, Los Angeles County's um, back to masks. Bangladesh, they have a 3% vaccination rate there. And they're also an interesting story. They had some really, really restrictive lockdowns. I think they had uh, soldiers patrolling in the streets, making sure everybody Mm -hmm. was gone. But then they put a pause on that. There was a, a big holiday, a Muslim holiday that they wanted to celebrate. So they put a pause on those lockdowns for a week. And they had whatever they were going to do. But then right after that, again, the cases really started rising. So easing that lockdown there was not the smartest choice for them. And now they, I guess the officials, local officials there said that they're going to impose a super strict lockdown once again. Right. Yeah. I guess this one thing that I've just seen a lot while reporting out this story is there's just so many contradictions in all of these different places. And yeah. things are changing literally by by the day. Um so with Bangladesh, you went from really strict and they a lot of the officials were saying that the economy almost needs to celebrate this holiday because it's such a huge one. It's Eid at the end um, of July. So they opened up for eight days. No rules. People were going back to their home villages. People were crowding on ferries. Um, and of course, that took a toll on the country, especially because it had so much to lose after locking down so hard in the weeks prior. Um, So it's almost like they lost a lot of what they had worked for. Um, And almost, you know, like they, they all sacrificed their economy for these eight days. Maybe. I I wanted to say that I I appreciate how starting off, you kind of mentioned that in reporting all of this, you really kind of do see how everybody was handling a different patchwork of things. Nobody was doing it the same way. 
And obviously, you have to tailor it to whatever your country is, your needs, your location, all that stuff. But, I mean, it just goes to show you how it's just so hard to get a control over a virus like this that uh, is obviously constantly mutating. Let's end off with Australia. They're 18% fully vaccinated there. And for a while, it seemed like they were doing everything right. I mean, they had low rates and they closed themselves off to the rest of the world, basically. They're lucky because Mm -hmm. they're basically one big island like that. But even for them, you know, cases were able to sneak through. Yeah, with Australia, you see sort of an interesting case where they're almost victims to their own complacency and their own success because they really had few cases and or they, when they did have waves, they really quickly shut down in almost these snap lockdowns. You see places like Melbourne closing down six times. Every time there's even a few cases now, they'll just completely close and get it um, back to zero. But, you know, now people don't know really for a long time what it's like to live with a virus and it's coming back. Um, and all that is sort of on top of a pretty sluggish vaccine rollout in Australia with only 18% of its people vaccinated. Well, like I said, just a look at how the world is handling the major coronavirus surge we're currently in. And hopefully we can get a handle on this and put this past us. But we'll have to see about mm-hmm. all of that. Sammy Westfall, reporter at The Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety? Struggling to find restful sleep or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. 
Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.